Hi, I'm Life Coach Mama, a life coach for moms who want to find more joy and more peace in their marriage and in their parenting. My husband and I have eight kids. We love having a big family and often hear the phrase, you've got your hands full. Come and join me as I interview moms of all ages and in all stages from around the world. Be encouraged, find inspiration and confidence that you can handle another kid. And if this is a topic that interests you, please check out my book, Have Another Kid Without Losing It. Available for purchase today on Amazon by Lauren Laboda. In this episode, I do my second interview with someone who grew up in a large family and also has a large family. Danielle is the oldest of seven kids and her husband and she just welcomed their fifth and she took time out of her busy schedule with the newborn to answer some of my questions. Um, We had some editing issues. It, It took longer than I would have liked to publish this. Um, It was so fun talking to her and she had some great wisdom and great stories. Um, And I hope you enjoy as much as I did. Thanks. My mom mom worked full time when I was growing up and my dad actually was a stay at home parent. I have a brother that's about three years younger than me, and then a sister that's about three years younger than him. So uh-huh. we're we're spaced out a little bit, but then at the end they were closer to two years apart. So then I have three brothers in a row that are all uh-huh. uh, two years apart, and then my youngest sister is um, about 15 years younger than me, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. So pretty pretty decent gaps from yeah start to finish. Most of my siblings are well well I have my sister's just now starting high school. So I have two okay. siblings in high school, two siblings in college and two siblings that were recently married. Um wow. and yeah, neither of them have kids yet, but they're recently mm-hmm. married. And they're all they're all younger than me, so yeah, I'm just kind of the first to start a family. <laughs> oh wow. So do you now have like the reverse like you took care of them growing up and now they're all babysitting for you <laughs> not um, quite a little like it definitely, it definitely happened some so one of my sisters she actually lived with us for a year and a half before she nice. got before she got married and she was definitely uh-huh. like a live-in babysitter it was like part of her right. was like babysitting <laughs> right oh that's yeah. great <laughs> my husband yeah, is also the only one with kids Right, and then it's the right same now. thing in my, my husband's family is the same, they, he's, my husband's the oldest of 13, and so his youngest sister is like 10 or 11 or something, mm. so they've done this babysitting and nannying for us at different times and stuff, oh, so. that's great. Yeah. That is yeah. great. His siblings are just starting to have kids, so we really, we really have taken advantage of being the only ones with kids for a while for the help. <laughs> great. Oh, Wow. So, okay, so you're 15 years older, so yeah. you obviously remember most most of the yep, your siblings yep. as babies, yep. being born, and did it seem like mom was pregnant a lot and had, you know, was with the baby a lot? Um, Pretty much most of the time. I mean, or do you I mean, not think about of, 
mm-hmm. kind of, but like she also was the working parent, so sure. it's not like she was like with the baby all the time because the baby would be right. home with us too. But I do mm-hmm. remember like some of the births of my siblings, or like we always talk about, you know, the one where mom was home with all the kids and her water broke, and the whole story of you know how that all unfolded. Oh, uh, oh wow! <laughs> so like we always we always kind of talk about that, and and she did have two miscarriages, and I, I very vividly mm. like remember that as well. It was like early. Mm early term mm. miscarriages but um, I mm. do remember a lot of that from growing up for sure yeah what what happened did she have the baby at home when her water broke or you just no it was just it was just her water broke and then I just remember like her calling the closest friends and neighbors and asking people to come watch the kids and yeah uh, me and me and some of the other older siblings having to watch kids for a little bit and so right yeah um, did you know what that what that meant I mean, I had never seen anyone's water break um, experience, I, so I had one. I had a kid. Had that happen to me? I'm not sure. Like, I'm not. Sh- I think I knew. I think I knew because for that mm-hmm. one, I would have been. I was probably like ten or twelve. Yeah. I'm, I might have known part of what it meant. <laughs> right. It's something an emergency because she was right. everyone and rushing. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's so great. I feel because. That's something that, that there's so many things that that happen to all of us and are just so basic in the human experience that you never learn about in school or like people don't talk yeah. about. And it's like yeah. not until you're in like a birthing class <laughs> or yeah. like happens I've, to you. I've definitely like, how did I never like, know this? But if you've been around babies, which a lot of kids aren't growing up, or they're you know maybe they're really close together with their siblings in age and so they don't see it they don't um, see it yeah 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 I've but, thought about that a lot as I've watched like me and my husband and then some of our friends of similar ages like start to have kids like mm-hmm. it's, it's very clear to me that like specifically my husband like my mm-hmm. husband definitely grew up with um younger siblings and babies around a lot I think often the right. dads the dads are like oh what do you do with a baby what do you do with birthing what do you do with newborn? I've never held a baby like, I've never seen a right, baby like yeah like dads are kind of like no offense but kind of a little clueless sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you have a dad mm-hmm. that's like an only yeah. child or the youngest child sure but like for me and my husband like he was the oldest of 13 so like mm. having having a newborn is always hard but like from the start we knew right. what he, like he knew what he was doing like he knew how to help he knew mm-hmm. a lot of it more so than a lot of people, I think. <laughs> oh, sure. Who don't grow up with that experience, and I, I can see the difference in in just the way we parent versus the way that some of our friends like have had to adjust. Adjust to parenting is really what it is, you know. Like, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. used to having a baby around again. Um, right. No, that makes it, it was less total of a big sense. leap. It was less of a leap for us, I guess. Right, because how else would they know? Right. Exactly. And you wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I'm. So I'm the youngest and. I'm so glad I babysat because oh, yeah. for that I wouldn't really know much at all and then but I still didn't really know anything about newborns because I just I don't think anyone trusts me to watch their newborn <laughs> yeah people usually <laughs> wait until they're a couple months right? old or something I might have watched one infant and then I still um, don't remember too much about it and I, you know I wasn't doing everything for the baby so it's amazing like what you just don't learn if, if you're not growing up around it and you don't see it and yeah then you're not comfortable with it and and yeah you are clueless and um just, yeah, yeah understandably totally, right it's, right yeah. and then it's like we get to higher levels of stress and anxiety because you don't know what you're doing and yeah so that's great that he has 
confidence in it and the knowledge of it and can help for sure. And then you were talking about your mom having miscarriages. So what was your experience with that like? Well, it's interesting because I think, I mean, miscarriages are being talked about a lot more these days, but I feel like they used sure. to be very off topic, you know, like very, mm. very off, off, hands off. Like you don't want to talk about those mm. more challenging topics, but it was something mm-hmm. that I was, I was extremely aware of as a child because of those mm. experiences. And like, yeah. I was very aware of how common it was. And I mm. even had some like friends, parents that I remember talking about it in our homeschool group. And mm. so like, it was something that. I felt very aware of and so then as an adult coming into like being married and having our own kids I was like you know like I understand this is a possibility and like I had thought it through and so and I actually did have two miscarriages so when it happened for me it was I mean it was still hard but I Mm -hmm. almost felt like I was more prepared to deal with it because I had Mm -hmm. already like thought through the possibility of it like Mm -hmm. just starting from you know experiencing it as a child and knowing it was just part of life you know part of this just happens and right it almost like prepared me for like the potential for me and my husband having this marriage um even though it's hard like it helps me to I guess be less surprised you know of course um yeah yeah Hmm. I'm sure I didn't I'm I'm sure I didn't I'm sure I didn't know everything that was happening to my mom, you know, like as a kid, you're sheltered, you're sheltered from a lot of that, but right. like, I remember one of them was definitely more traumatic and, and like me and my siblings were sent to be with someone, you know, be with our aunt and uncle for a night or two, I remember. And it's like, I knew it was a big deal. You know, I knew there was a lot happening medically, um, more so than I think most kids would probably have been aware of, you know? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that's another, another a topic I didn't really think of. I wasn't prepared for either. Yeah, because I had a miscarriage as well, and um, again, I learned about that later on in life. And right, I guess you know it could happen, but it's interesting if you had gone through it in childhood to kind of, I think you kind of, I don't know, maybe expect the things that you experience. Yeah, it's not normalized. Yeah, mm-hmm. not that mm-hmm. it's a good thing, but it's mm-hmm. part of the human experience, you know, like, mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. point, children need to learn about death and all those more challenging topics, and I mean, right. some people experience it at a younger age or, or older, but mm-hmm. I think it helped me to be more prepared to know that was a possibility for me. Now, did your parents talk about the babies that they lost? Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, they, like, named them and mm-hmm. talked about it frequently, so it was definitely something we were very aware of oh wow so it wasn't yeah. just the the time that it happened it was then moving forward yeah it was mentioned frequently yeah yeah that's great yeah it was, yeah. was kind of cool how mm-hmm. they so now tell me about um, when you guys were growing up like any any sort of uh, interaction with other big families or you know where you're in the big family yeah. How yeah. Did that, how did that look? So, um, when when for part of my for part of my education, I was homeschooled, and so we saw a uh-huh. lot of big families through that. Oh, sure. Um, I, I started off when we came to Cincinnati. I went to public school for a year, and then I went to private uh-huh. school for two years, and uh-huh. then I was homeschooled for a couple of years. Like I jumped around a ton um, uh-huh. to different educational experiences, um, 
but I feel like the homeschool group you got a little bit of everything yeah I I did I jumped back and forth even I went from homeschool to public back to homeschool to private Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. I was all over the place and I kind of I kind of embraced that and I kind of enjoyed like uh seeing different different experiences but but my homeschool friends were always the ones that were like closest and even today like I don't really talk to very many people from my private high school but I am friends Mm -hmm. with a lot a lot of my homeschool friends um and part of that is uh, my husband's family was one of the homeschool friends, so we met in like third grade. Um, so his family was probably one of the biggest I had known, but they were like some of our best friends. So mm-hmm. frequently being around them, like I didn't even feel like my family was that big <laughs> because we always had uh-huh. like way less than they had. Um, but I, I like I knew we were big for the culture because I could like look around and see that no right. one had. Like four kids was a big family. I and I, I understood that, but then like sure. to be surrounded by families that had like nine, eleven, thirteen, you know, <laughs> uh, it just depended on what setting you were in. That right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it so was. You guys met in fourth grade. Uh yeah, we met in third grade. <laughs> we didn't third start grade. dating dating until college, but. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I did. I wow. did have a crush on him. I did have a crush on him when we were really little. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. That is so sweet. And we're. I'm, and I was. I was mostly friends with his sisters growing up. Like his mm-hmm. sisters that are like two and three and four years younger than us. I was most or two and three years younger. I was mm-hmm. most close to them um, when we were younger. But but in the homeschool group, like all the kids kind of played together. The boys, the girls, all ages. Um, right. So like. It didn't really matter. <laughs> and maybe that was being the oldest, you know, your parents were trying different, like, schooling techniques. <laughs> kind of, yeah. kind of. Honestly, like, something that's always stuck with me, it drove me crazy at the time to hear this, but my parents always said, like, we pick whatever is best for each child at each each year or each at each stage of their life. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to do the same thing for any, any two children. And I think... As a child, I, I thought that was like they're justifying why one kid gets ice cream and the other doesn't. You know, like, <laughs> not everyone's gonna get the same do thing. The same thing with all of them, which is but, funny. A lot of people do just do the same thing with everyone. Right, it's just right. I will, but I can tell you, like none of my siblings have had the exact same schooling path. Like none of them. Hmm. Like there are seven of us, and we've all done different things. I think hmm. they've sent us to like three or four four different high schools now. Mm-hmm. I think and, and like they haven't moved like they've lived in the same area and they've sent us to four different high schools um, oh wow so yeah like and maybe three or four different elementary schools that takes been... a lot of energy and effort I mean right really dedicated <laughs> they could just so, be like eh yeah, I mean, good really for one was, it's good for all seven it really was like which isn't bad either but it was just impressive that they that yeah time. they were very intentional about like what made sense for this the child and what made sense for like the family at the time and the financial situation of course like Mm -hmm. there were times when they could afford private school bill more and and not um Mm -hmm. but but yeah they were very intentional about that and I've I've always remembered that and kind of thought like that makes a lot of sense you know like Mm -hmm. as as people are you know comparing you know this family does something this way this family does something that way I always tell people I'm like you have to figure out what makes sense for things or like Like and, and I think sometimes it's like, oh, they need to be socialized and it's like, well, actually if you like as a child I had a bunch of siblings and then I was a part of this homeschool group and like I was actually very socialized through that group. 
So I didn't need to like artificially create that by going to like all these different extracurriculars, which could be hard to manage with like a lot of kids. But, right. Like it's like, what are you trying to achieve? And then is that the only solution? Like, mm-hmm. like if it's socialization or if it's being active or if it's you know whatever, learning something new. There's lots of ways to achieve that. Um, and I think sure. that that when people think about just you know, the options are these extracurriculars and this is what everyone does. Like that, that does mm-hmm. feel like it would be very limiting with a large family, but, but maybe there's other solutions than like mm-hmm. than signing your kids up for like five different sports every year. Yeah, my kids are six, five, three, two, and six weeks. So very wow. close. Mm-hmm. The two pairs, the, the six and five year old are 13 months apart and the, the three and two year old are 14 months apart. So very good friends, very close. <laughs> Aww. And how has parenting changed for you guys over the years? Like how, how has it felt different? Um, you know, just having just sure. one and I know you still don't feel like a big family because he came from a family of 13 and you came from a family of seven, so maybe <laughs> you don't feel like it's big, but... I mean, I know, I know it's a big family just compared to society. Um, mm-hmm. I think, so as I said, like, when we first started off parenting and then I and then I started to watch, well, I was one of the first in my friend group to start to have kids, so I didn't have much to compare to when we first started since mm-hmm. none of our siblings had kids. Um, but, right. but as I saw some of my siblings start to have kids, I kind of realized, like, oh, we actually had a really smooth transition to parenting. Like, mm. we, because we were really familiar with, you know, helping with babies right. and little right. kids. And mm-hmm. and so having our first was, I mean, it wasn't as overwhelming as I think it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then even having our second, like, it was a lot uh, to have two kids 13 months apart. Mm. Um, and yeah. it, was, it was a lot, but... But I think after that, my husband likes to say, like, after you have two or three kids, like, Mm -hmm. it becomes less extreme to add a fourth or a fifth. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, because because you're not adding, percentage-wise, not adding that much more. Um, Yes. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and and now having my, my oldest be six years old, like, he definitely has his days. Today's not a great day. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's wrestling his brothers a little too rough. He's showing his friends when he shouldn't. But, but he <laughs> definitely has days when he is actually a really helpful six-year-old. Like, he'll help me get the diapers. He'll help me sure. make sandwiches. He'll help me, you know, really cleaning up the kitchen and sweeping. Like, he's, right. he, doesn't, he doesn't do a great job. But <laughs> he's, like, he's learning Aww. some of these skills. Um, and yeah. so it's really neat to see, like, okay, five kids, six years and younger is, is a lot. It can be overwhelming. There are mm-hmm. definitely times where we're just like, okay, we need to turn on the TV now because mom and dad right. need a moment of quiet. Um, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I'm starting to see almost, like, the light at the end of the tunnel of having the oldest kids. I'm and my husband stays home. Uh-huh. And he's, he's going to be the one homeschooling, or he is the one homeschooling the kids. Um, so, uh-huh. so thankfully, when I'm on maternity leave, it's both of us here. Um because he's already the stay-at-home parent and so like sure. maternity leave is it's okay. really really nice um mm-hmm. because we can actually like get some stuff done and I actually can take time to recover and mm-hmm. have him around to help and so mm-hmm. that's that's pretty nice um oh, I'm, so I'm very that. thankful for that yeah and then when is your maternity leave up uh, I'll be going back in September yeah I get a pretty okay. long maternity leave so yeah, I don't think any maternity leave is ever long enough. Yeah. <laughs> My husband well, took a pretty good one, and I'm like, we're going back to work. 
I'm sure it'll be a transition, especially after like all the COVID Don't stuff. Go. I was I was working from home full time until I had the baby, pretty much. And now when I go back mm. in, I'll be I'll be in the office part time, which will be different because <laughs> I've been back right. in the office for a while. Mm. I didn't even ask. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an engineer. I'm a quality engineer. I work mm-hmm. um, designing medical devices. So cool. Yeah. So you'll be able to work at that job half um, half at home and half in the office? Yeah, yeah. They just made the announcement right before I went, I had the baby, um, that I'm going to be able to do three days at, in the office and three days, there are two days working from home. So. Oh, that's great. I'm that makes, very excited for that. If you're breastfeeding or just whatever the yeah. baby wants you. Make yeah, breastfeeding will be a lot easier for sure. So only a lot of comments at church that our kids are well behaved, which is really nice. Wow. So yeah. I never had that one. <laughs> I am. I we've we've been working super hard on it, so I'm That's really glad. Wonderful. That we're getting those wow. Yeah. Yeah. We've worked really hard, so I'm really glad. Uh, we definitely don't get them every mass. Um, well, sometimes it's just yeah. your family's beautiful, not necessarily well-behaved. Hey, well-behaved just one time was like, I could ride on that for a year. <laughs> it's, yeah, our kids are really, have been really good in church. Um, mm. But we get lots of old lady comments at church, which is, which is fun and funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Then you, then we have those masses where we're like, oh my gosh, I hope no one was looking at us this time. Oh, sure. Well, of course. <laughs> so having a big family, assuming it's like something that's so hard or you know right. not they can't do and you know I, it's, I you've talked about these topics before and mm-hmm. I just I just really agree like um you know it's it's I always say it's one step at a time like you don't mm-hmm. I mean unless you adopt like a huge fa- a, a huge family like you're usually right. going in one one child or maybe two child increments like exactly one, one child at a time like you kind of just have to figure out like what works for you, what works for your, you and your spouse, like based on mm-hmm. your personality, based on your family setup, based on the other children in your house, like you just have to figure out like what works for you and it's not always going to be the same as for everyone else, but you'll figure it out one kid at a time and as as your family grows, you kind of grow into it. Like that's what I've mm-hmm. always said is as your family grows, you'll grow into it. So like, yeah, people will get nervous like, oh man, what's going to happen if I have my second child or my third child or like, well, I have enough love and like, it's like you'll grow as your family grows and Mm -hmm. like you'll grow in ways that you can't even like anticipate before you get there so like don't don't you don't need to like worry about the future because you will you know you will grow along with your family um Mm -hmm. and yeah so I think that's what people often like it's hard it's hard to understand that right because you still will have so many worries and so many concerns and all the what ifs are still going to be there but it's like Uh that's something you have to trust you know trusting god that like we'll figure this out you know Um, exactly i think that's hard like trusting is hard so i I mean i get it (laughs) right i've I've, I've had had surprise pregnancies uh, like a couple Mm -hmm. of months have been not exactly the timing that i had in mind but it's like you just gotta trust and in the moment it is super hard when you're not expecting it or when you don't feel ready but um it, it works out if you'll grow as, as your family grows <laughs> yeah that's definitely true it's it's hard but that doesn't doesn't necessarily make it impossible mm-hmm. 
And not always hard. Like, there's moments that are, are difficult. Right, and that's what I try to emphasize when people are like, oh, you have such a big family. I, I always start with, like, oh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Like, they're a lot of work, but they're a lot of fun. And I always, like, try to emphasize the, the, the good side of it first because they are a ton of fun. Like, we have a blast. Mm-hmm.